Listener Production. to Darling Shine, a podcast by myself, Elodie Pullen, and me, Chloe Fisher, a place where we grant womanhood's unspoken experiences from grief to fertility and everything in between. Join us while we transform our pain into power, encompassing all emotions, ugly and beautiful. Darling Shine is your chosen family and your survival kit for the unexpected shit life throws at you. So guys, before we get into this, just a little bit of a trigger warning. I know how difficult these sort of episodes are to listen to if you are struggling to conceive. So before we get started, we will be talking about pregnancy. We will be talking about birth. We will be talking about miscarriage. So if any of this is going to trigger you, please park this episode for a later date and come back to it when you feel ready to listen. Secondly, as you guys would all know, I am not a doctor. I'm going to talk about my own experiences here, supplements that I've used, different procedures that I've had. But if you are curious or you would like to try any of them yourself, please get advice from your doctor or your fertility specialist or whoever you you see for advice around trying to conceive in your pregnancies before you do any of this. Because obviously what I'm saying is not Bible, it's just what I've done myself. So let's get into the episode. I hope you enjoy. Happy Friday, everyone. How cool that we're in your ears on a Friday. That like never happens. (laughs) (laughs) There's just so much around Chloe's pregnancy. Everyone's frothing to know every little detail. We will be, we'll keep drip feeding you, but today is about, we're going to answer the big bulky questions that everyone's just like frothing to know. So, CISO, Let's start with, oh, yeah, I'm going to introduce my guest here. It's it's none other than Chloe Fisher. (laughs) Thanks for having me on. No worries, brother. (laughs) At what point did it really sink in? Like, holy fucking shit, I'm pregnant. This is really happening. I think the moment it really felt real was when we saw the first, Obviously, the heartbeat one is like the heartbeat scan is massive. But the the first part where I, I really was like, oh, my God, was I, were you with me at that scan? Yeah. I think it was like the first scan that I saw that it was like you could really see things. That's like, when I really decided to. I was like, shit, she's not mucking around. She's not pulling my leg again. She's legit. Yeah, it, that was when I was like looking at the screen going, oh, my God, it's got like limbs and These things that moving. was that was the moment but still you don't still feel like really that safe but that was the moment that I was like oh my god it's growing it's not just a dot on like I I look back at like when yeah. I was really early on and I was sending like photos to family and stuff like that of like literally a blob and they're like what is that and I'm like what do you mean it's my baby like it's the baby can't you see and they're like Oh, yeah. It looks like a fingerprint. The scans and all that sort of stuff are just like, they're the they're the real moments where you're like, oh my God. And I just like was just seeing any movement in there. Even just seeing the heartbeat when it is a dot, that's like, yeah, it's crazy. It's the like, and even now I'm like seeing it and going, whoa, it's just growing. And that scan when you hear the heartbeat too is like, it literally just gives you shivers. But I like- still don't reckon any of those heartbeat scans you don't feel safe 
or you don't feel like confident until you really see. Like I swear every time, because I was getting a lot of scans early on because I was a little bit of a high risk one and my, even though it wasn't an IVF baby, my IVF doctor on the Gold Coast, he was like allowing me to do some scans. He was sort of like seeing me until I got to nine weeks. I don't think one scan I went into and I felt good. Like I was, even even when I went in yesterday and had my appointment with my obstetrician, I Nervous. was like, just the thought of having a scan. I feel like when you've had loss after loss, no, I, I mean, I'm, I reckon I'm going to be like that throughout the whole yeah. pregnancy. You just like, but I have to I'm say that right sleep. now, because I'm feeling it move, that's reassuring. Like I'm like, I know that I'm gonna, it's going to be okay tomorrow in the scan or whatever because I know that it was moving today. So yeah. I know that there's something going on. Whereas before yeah. you're like, I have no idea. But when I was getting morning sickness, that was obviously really reassuring. I'm like, you're flogging me. I know that there's something going on. Yeah. You're punishing me. So yeah, that's probably the, the moment. It, was, it would have been the 13-week scan when you were with me. Yeah, it was so freaking cute. We were FaceTiming fish. It was that the scanner lady back is just so cute. Yeah. She was the chick I had and it was just special. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like full goosebump moment. Like my heart was racing for you. I was just like, what the hell? This it's is really when happening. It, when it's like, you're like, oh my God, look at it. Yeah. person in there. Yeah, I just couldn't actually believe it. Yeah. Like, honestly, wow. All right, so we've got a listener question here. I was wondering if you monitored your beta levels this time and how that went. I know your story, and I've also had four miscarriages with secondary infertility. What the fuck? And the betas were always the sign that something wasn't going right, which now gives me massive anxiety when waiting for these bloody results. How did you get through it? I was actually just saying this to a friend the other day that I'm on like the pregnancy apps and stuff like that. And you can see like people that are at different stages of the pregnancy and people are like, can you see a line? And I'm like, oh my God, just like thinking back that far. Yeah. I'm like, you poor fucking thing. Like I know it's so difficult. Like that moment when you're trying, like I'm like, oh my God, there's so far to come because once you see that line, then you've got to get your blood tests and then you're sitting by your phone trying to contact these doctors to get these blood test results like that like first week and a half two weeks when you're getting the result when you're getting the blood test every two days mm. because it's they're meant to jump every 48 hours it's so beyond stressful and then you start like researching the numbers and all that sort of stuff so that I think no matter what even if I had another pregnancy that whole period is not going to be any less stressful that is really fucking stressful that period this pregnancy, the numbers, I've got like all my numbers from all of my pregnancies and this one definitely doesn't really compare. Even some of them I look back and I'm going, oh my God, I can't believe I thought that that was going to work. Like they are so not, you're trying to you also, know. Like yeah. I you're just trying to see like, lines that aren't there and then you're like, you're, and then you're, you're Googling to like, the numbers 24-7, oh, yeah, like making so sure they doubled and they hadn't. On but if you want, so I want to, I will tell you my numbers for the first um, five weeks and if you're going through IVF or, you're, or you're, you're in the early stages of your pregnancy, you'll understand these if you don't fast forward, whatever. Um, so at three weeks and three day, days, my HCG was 67. So that was already alarming because A, I shouldn't have even known that I was pregnant and B, like there shouldn't really be that much like HCG in your blood. I was like, I still had like a week before my period was even due. Uh, is this... Is this- crazy for people to even compare to these because they were tripling. Like they were doing these beyond These are pretty what... double. And before I get into these and I tell you about the rest of these numbers, don't take this 
as Bible. I, I did say this in the previous episode because like these are just purely my numbers. I Googled the shit out of these and every single person's numbers are so different because once they start doubling, the numbers, the span of these numbers are so like they can span from like, mm, like thousands. thousands and thousands and thousands. But these were just mine because someone asked for them. So so then three weeks and six days, my HCG was 500. Four weeks and one day, it was 1,200. Five weeks, 12,500. Wow. And then five weeks and six days, it was 72,000. At that point, yes. I was like, we've made twins. Yeah, because that's like times 12. Be careful 12. what you wish for. <gasps> wow. You're going you're gonna to have twins. And I was like, wow. Even when I had my twins, when I was pregnant with my twins, these numbers were higher than that. So that's like another thing. Like it could be really anything. So they were my numbers. And then I first saw the heartbeat at seven weeks and two days, which was just like the best ever. Again, that's a scary scan. That would mean the scariest that's one. That's the scariest one because you're like, I don't want to go in too early. Like you, I, that yeah. was what I was always like, let's push that back as, as long as possible oh, because I don't want to go in too early and then see a sack and know it. Like it's so traumatic, man. Far out. That was that. Oh, fuck. What wow. else? Okay, so more listener questions. Do you ever get scared of flying while pregnant or catching things in other countries? <sighs> That's it. Like, look, I always, I've always travelled, so I'm not, like, scared of travelling. I, I try not to think too much about things. Like, I genuinely, obviously, we were just in Tulum, and I genuinely didn't even think about Zika virus. But when I did get there, there was heat signal messaging me going, how are you in Mexico? You shouldn't be in Mexico, Zika, blah, blah, blah. But obviously I was super, super, super conscious about bug spray and all that sort of stuff. But uh, the more pregnancies that I had, the more I realized like I'm not going to put my life on hold and I'm not going to be scared to travel. And I'm not going to be like, the first couple of pregnancies I stayed home and did nothing and it didn't have, it didn't change any outcome, any of the outcomes. So I was like, I'm going to still live my life and do me and I'm I'm actually not scared of traveling at all. I never have been. So yeah, that's not going to change. I'm still going to continue to travel. I actually had this funny story when I first, one of my first trip after being pregnant, we went to Thailand after Japan and we were walking to our hotel room the very, very first night. It was dark. And I was just like obviously panting as I <laughs> pant, um, walking up a set of stairs. I took a breath in and this fly went straight into my mouth, stri- straight down my throat, <laughs> swallowed the thing. Yeah. That was stressful. Um, I got to the room immediately and I didn't have water or anything like that. So it was just like... <gasps> like, like dry fly like, in oh your throat. Oh my God, throat. I've, swallowed a, like, I've, I've swallowed a bug. And so that was stressful because I went straight home. Then I'm like, Googling. can you get this oh, no. from a fly? If it didn't chew it, did it? does it still affect me? Like I, that was a little scary because I, I was like... It. It will just come straight out. Like, is it going to have diseases? Is it going to oh, have like dengue fever? Like, I was freaking out about that. But oh. obviously, I I live to tell the tale. So, yuck! Flies yeah. are cruel. Yeah. But yeah, you've just kept doing you. You've been so relaxed, and yeah. that's that's kept kept you not anxious and not stressed as much as possible. What about ordering things and decorating the nursery? Obviously, that's like triggering as well after having so many losses because you did all that for the other ones. Yeah, I was. I bought heaps of stuff. Well, not heaps of stuff, but like I just feel like I bought a few extra things in previous pregnancies. But now I, I personally haven't bought one thing for the baby yet. I 
have got to order some stuff for Ibiza. And recently I was online sort of like putting, getting a Zara home order together and I went to order it. And then I was like, no, nah, I can't actually. I ha- that was like one moment that a, a recent that I had had a bit of a freak out. I was like, I can't order anything. Did you yet. feel like you jinxed it? Or I something? just felt like I jinxed it. I felt like it was too early. Like I was like, oh. no, nah, I got to wait. Like let me just wait until I get a bit further along, and then maybe I feel a little bit more comfortable. But I just that was, yeah, that was like one moment that I've had a wig out. Whereas I haven't really felt that stressed. Like just doing everything so opposite to how you handled your previous pregnancy. Even with here in Australia, like I'm not, I haven't even decided what I'm going to do with the nursery or anything like that yet. I I, like, I'll get a bassinet and stuff, but I I I just generally haven't. Or a few friends in America have have like bought me a few things. You bought me for Christmas a cute little pair of um, white Nike sneakers for the baby. And just like, I just, yeah, I'm kind of just letting it go for a little bit longer. Because it is really scary. It is. It feels like you're jinxing yeah, it a yeah. little. Yeah. And because you're on such this train of doing the opposite to what you'd previously done for your other pregnancies, yeah. are you like, I better just stay on this train. Mm-hmm. But hey, yeah, it's never not going to be scary until bub cup comes, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But you're in a safer place. But I did order, Um, I did order when I was in America recently, some clothes from Amazon that like tights that just have the big, so I ordered my first bit of maternity clothing. It wasn't anything exciting. It was literally just from yeah Amazon, and they just like have the, the just bump. comfy around the belly because yeah. I can't really wear stuff. Like, I totally. I I was saying this the other day. Like I, I always looked at pregnant women going, "Why are they always have their bellies out? Like, is this like an attention thing?" <laughs> I don't think they do enough. When I see people cover it, I'm like, "Bro, I get don't know it how out. it can be covered because I'm like, it's uncomfortable to have something on my stomach. So it's either like." These pants that basically go up to my tits. Yeah. Or it's below the bump. Like there's or you're no, just wearing a big sack t-shirt kind yeah, of Yeah, there's no in-between. So I am about to order some like active wear and stuff like that with like buy, buy some bike pants that are like size large or something. I'm already walking around with the belly out because I'm just like, yeah, it's just only, it. it's only comfortable. And like bras, like my boobs are so big. I can't even explain to you. They're, They're huge. like... <laughs> She calls them udders. They're like udders, literally. <laughs> so like the changes in them have just are just like whoa. Yeah. Like whoa. Yeah. I have bought some um, maternity. Oh, I actually got a. My friend bought me a this like onesie suit from that bump suit brand the other day, and that's so comfortable. So, but it's long sleeves, so I can't wear it here in the Gold Coast because it's so hot here. Oh my god, but- we have some really cute pregnancy things coming from Nat V too. Oh yes, we do. Yes. Oh my God, um, I cannot wait for those. They're going to look so cute on you. Bras though, like I ordered a few maternity bras. But again, it's so hot here on the Gold Coast. Like, like the last thing I want is wearing anything mm. underneath my bus. Like the most comfortable thing right now and it's not very supportive, but it's like swim, like tie up cosy tops. Or just singlets with no bra, hey? Yeah, but this is very extreme. Get them out. <laughs> Get the gut out. <laughs> like I've got a pair of like linen pants just rolled over right now, but I don't really have any other... I need to do some pregnancy shopping. shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. I know. I remember being like, I will not buy maternity clothes. It's not necessary. I'll just wear what I usually wear. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, actually, definitely need to get some new shit. Yeah. <laughs> now that you've done all these rounds of IVF and now you've conceived naturally, like it's kind of a miracle, do you look back and feel like, fuck, I've wasted... Like, this is a listener question, by the way, not a me question. <laughs> but do you look back and think, oh my God, I've wasted all that money on IVF? Or is it just part of the process? Fucking oath. 
I've wasted a shit ton of money shit on IVF. Ton. IVF. IVF. We have mini little um, But would I change it? Probably not because it. I don't. Know. Well, you can't, I always. Like, I always said that this journey has changed me as a person, and it's changed me for the better. And I've learned so many lessons about myself and my health and my body and the female reproductive system. And it's brought me to this podcast. It's like. You know, yes, is a fucking waste of money because, like, I didn't end Literally. up. But in saying that, no, because I do still have my embryos, and who knows? Like, so many women do suffer from secondary infertility. Yeah. Um, so I might need my embryos, and by the time I, you know, realize that maybe I do need them, it might have been too late to get more. So you know, my last round, I got none. So look, yes, in in hindsight, it seems like it was a big waste of money, but because this pregnancy is seriously such a miracle. Like even Such though I fell pregnant naturally, I personally might need to still use these embryos on myself at a later date. And like, I can't even get any more embryos at this stage. Like, so those might be my only chance of having future totally. extra children. So no, nah, it wasn't a waste of money. Of course it wasn't exactly a waste because then embarking on the IVF journey with Ong as well brought you to start having laparoscopies looking inside yeah. your belly. Like, And then you had the other surgery yeah. and... America, which has brought on all yeah. this. So, like, you, like, no, you can't, yeah. really can't really even... Yeah. No. You can't look at it as, as a waste, even though it clearly no. was because <laughs> you didn't get pregnant through IVF. Yeah, no, but you know <laughs> but what I mean. It is, but not, it isn't. Yeah. It led you here, dolls. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, so what pregnancy app do you use? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a heavy breather. Bur- burpee shit, so rank. Burpee, really um, So, baby. pregnancy apps... I've always used the app Glow to track all of my periods and I've done it forever. Glow app then turns into Nurture app. So I use the Nurture app. Again, I haven't really... Is that what it turns into when you have a baby with it? Yeah. With Glow, then it turns into Nurture. Well, like it's a new, it's a different app, but it's the the sister app. Interesting. So I use Nurture and then I think the next app from that is then Baby. Cute. Yeah, Baby app. Oh, um, so maybe I'm crazy, but I swear I check this thing every single day. Like, I it's like the first thing I wake up in the morning and I do, and I check. Oh, it's day this, this, this. This is what your baby's doing on this day. You have to make a wish. I oh, know it's a fake eyelash. Oh, well, fuck, the fake wish. I know. <laughs> okay, oh, where'd it go? <laughs> it's a fake wish. Epic fake wish, fake <laughs> eyelash wish. <laughs> um. Yeah, I love it. I haven't, I like, I literally have not really taken any photos throughout this pregnancy. I haven't really documented any information. It's pretty heavy and I feel, I do feel a little bit guilty about it because I've been looking at these baby books now and I'm like, fuck, like I really, but even you were like, remember we had this conversation, I'm like, I'm going to order one of those baby books. I've ordered these baby books every pregnancy. So Mm. I've got four. I was looking at them the other day and I'm like, this is so heartbreaking, you poor thing. Like when I journal about my emotions and my feelings and stuff like that in all the previous pregnancies, I'm like, oh my God, that's so sad. But like, I was like, so buy another one. You're like, fuck no. So I never. I mean, look, (laughs) I am a bit like, I'm so not woo woo, but I'm like, you're doing everything differently this time. Like, just don't do the baby book thing because you did that every time last time. So I'm like also trying to protect your feelings as well. And, And it's like, I loved how this time you were like, I'm literally still going to Mexico. I'm still going away. I'm still traveling. I'm still just doing my mm. life because every other pregnancy I've fucking stopped and all I've put my focus into is this pregnant, is is the baby. 
and like the fear. Yeah. I don't like the the crazy hyper focus and the fear that that instills in you. And then not yeah. that that did anything. It's just in my head. I'm like, I yeah. love how you've done everything differently. Well, you I don't bought, need to write your feelings down. We can talk about them. Well, I bought the book anyway. Um, oh, you did. And have you been writing no. in it? Okay, cool. Good stuff. So I, I wrote like once or twice in it, but now I'm like looking back, I'm like, oh, I wish I, I did more. But like, I don't oh, even no. have anything to put in it. Like, I don't even have any photos. Paul's like, we need to start taking more photos. I'm oh. like, I know. I like, If you look through my phone, from the day that I found out that I was pregnant, there's like you just 50, stopped. There's like fifty photos that I like. I just stopped taking photos for some reason. I stopped. Was I stopped on being on social media? Like I, I don't know. I You're just, just really went weird. I went. I did go. Like, but like, good, not but what like, it's doing is working. But like, you've just gone into yeah. your own inward space, and yeah. like that's really wholesome and nice. Yeah. Like yeah. you're just focusing on yourself, and you're yeah. not worrying about what everyone else is fucking saying. Yeah. How do you tell your family? Did you film your own reaction? I mean, there's no right or wrong, but I didn't feel like I needed to film really anything. I, I didn't film telling Paul. I didn't film telling Elodie. I didn't. The only person people... You didn't that, film you finding out. I didn't film me finding out. It was so like... Different. What's the word when you're so desensitized to this experience that I was like, oh, it was just like me going and taking a piss. But I, I just happened to be pissing on a stick. And like, I was like, oh, oh, okay. Wow, oh. wow. Okay, here we go. And you didn't know whether to take it seriously or not. Yeah. You were just like, fuck, I might want to get my hopes up. This is happening again. Yeah. I'm about to tell Elodie and she's just going to be like, I mean, I was frothing, but I was like, I mean, I'm but you, you feel everyone's energy. Like, yeah. whether people say it or not, you know that they're like, oh, literally like I feel sorry for her like she's so hopeful and oh, then like don't. you feel it like I feel it from you I feel it from Paul I feel it from like you feel it from everyone and you also feel like you don't want to tell people because you don't want them to like feel bad for you and like feel sorry for you and you see people's initial reaction they don't know how to be initially and then, yeah. then they're gauging you and you're like no, seriously, I am. It's, it's all good. It's in, it's good. And they're like, oh, my world. Yeah, I know, like, I've <laughs> always been really, like, I've always been scared, but, like, I feel like I was the only, like, one of the only people that really was like, no, I have to believe this. Yeah. Like, I can't not believe it, but everyone around me was obviously only protecting me, but, like, I could feel the energy in everyone else just going, like, oh, Fuck. You just knew in your gut, though, I think instinctively you were like, this thing's hanging on. I know. Obviously, you're scared, but there was something about you that was so confident-ish, mm. like subconsciously, I reckon. Because I know that when I'd watch people find out in front of me, because we'd run into people or whatever, you'd tell them and I'd see them try and react mm. and be like, fuck, I don't even know like how to take this, like, you know. Yeah, and I didn't tell, like I, I told my two sisters and I was like that the only one that we filmed was them was actually pretty funny. I was like, <laughs> we're sitting on the couch and I was like, okay, let's take a photo. One, two, three, I'm pregnant. Silence. Silence for so long. And then not. they both go, I'm, Olivia's like, I'm pregnant. And I'm like. She repeats you. She repeated me and I'm like, are you like. Is anyone listening to this room right They had no reaction. They had no reaction. So that was that. Um, and but then they were like, it took them a while. Like they didn't no, want to get excited No one initially. really understood. Everyone was so confused actually because people were like, hang on a second. 
how, like, were you doing IVF? Like, what, were you being sneaky here? Like, is it with the surrogate? Because everyone, like, at that point, most people knew about the surrogacy. Yeah. And then told my mum and dad. It was seriously like, I just keep on saying, so desensitized to the, the emotion. I just, we just FaceTimed them. We knew they were together. Same with Paul's mum, Paul's dad. There's nothing exciting to that story, unfortunately, everyone that you're like hoping for these like dramatic, like... I love the video reveals. Like, reveals, but there was none of it. You were so funny. Even I was we just like, going, yep, cool, I'm pregnant. We were talking about how Let's to tell. Let's move on. I remember we were going to a cafe and I was like, I'll film it. You tell one of our friends this this coffee date. And you're like, oh, fuck, if it, if it comes up, I'll tell her, but like, you know, whatever. Mm. And you, Eva... You even said, no, remember we got that really epic, because, no, that's right. I go, remember we got that really epic video last time you were pregnant, you told Laura and Erica at the same time, and it was just the cutest moment, and I filmed it, and, like, their reactions were so cute. And you were like, yeah, fuck it, just use that video if you have to. <laughs> like, that's how much you didn't care. And I was yeah. like, I just want to capture these moments, because I, I felt like, oh, my God, this is so on. But, yeah, I mean, and I was just like, nah, it's, this, not, it's, not, in, it's, not, it's not part it's of it. Definitely a lot important. of people did think, you're saying you're pregnant, but actually the surrogate's pregnant. That's where everyone, yeah, lots of brains went to the but surrogate. But actually, heaps of people are, actually, I think that there, it, it was a question, oh, how did you hide it for so long? It was actually really easy because, A, I wasn't drinking. Yes. That was like perfect timing for me to do my month of sobriety because it happened like a month after that. So I just kept on saying to people, yeah, I'm and I know a lot of you listeners were like, we picked up on that. But like, I was just, a lot of my friends aren't that smart. They were like, I was just like, no, I'm just like, I feel really good. I don't feel like I need a drink right now. I'm just going to punch it out until New Year's Eve. Why not? Like, can't. Yeah. So that was sort of like the conversation. But then I sort of started telling people loosely about the surrogacy. So then they wanted to know all the details about that. So I was telling them all the details about that. And then... Just lying, just saying she and, was And about- that was just like the biggest bum steer ever. And it worked. And that's... And then, yeah, I didn't have to... I literally didn't have to tell anyone because no one was suspicious at all. It wasn't... It was just to the point where I started getting a little like... My boobs were pretty big and people were like, yeah. um, what's going on there? Did you get a boob job in Thailand or something like that? <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, so that's that. Yeah, no, nah, the surrogate story was seriously the best, and it was true. It was. But it, it was. It was. You were just sticking to the plan. True. Yeah, I just no, pretended I didn't know about it, which I was acting like I didn't know about it. So it was like a. It, it was, was a, a ghost pregnancy. Perfect crime, darling. <laughs> and then I guess you were away a lot, and then away from your American friends. So like. I don't know. You just like were probably easily able I was to lie to everything. both. Yeah, yeah, you're like, I'm in a different country. I don't need this. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's so funny. Oh well, how did you hide it from socials? Again, you weren't really on socials. I just and wasn't on it. E- it is kind of easy-ish to hide a bump. Like you were, you were wearing moo-moos and stuff. I just, well, I really wasn't on. Like those first few weeks, I just wasn't on socials really at all. I, I put up a few stories of Chloe wearing like a baggy fucking dress and like she just hilarious. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just like funny outfits that were no, just Elodie so would do it on the side to see what she could get away with without me being like, are you serious? Like, it was hilarious. one and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, are you actually kidding? Not one person guessed. Yeah. There's definitely detectives there's, out there. There's the Instagram FBI's out there. What so what about fish? Will he be taking time off? What's the go? 
Well, this is, this is like the million-dollar question <laughs> that I'm getting emails about and, like, people are very concerned about the due date, which we won't be sharing. It's going to have to be a surprise. Obviously, he's going to take time off. Like, nah, that's I a no-brainer. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, look, I can't really say too much about it and, like, the timings of it, but he will be taking time off before and he will be taking time off after until I can travel and then we'll be up, up and away with the baby. Yep, the baby is about to come on tour de fish and have the best life ever. Yeah. Fuck yes. Lucky egg. People have been asking, why do you have bruises on your belly? That is a great question. When you're doing Clexane shots, they they tend to bruise you like pretty hardcore. Like I've had way worse bruising than the normal IVF needles. So I haven't done Clexane shot for like weeks now and they're just permanent. I actually asked the obstetrician, I'm like, is this going to go away? They're a bit better it's now. A bit better but now, finally, but like. They take forever to go away. Yeah, I don't know. We'll soon, we'll, we'll keep on that one. Yeah. And permanent bruise at the moment. And you were just keeping up the Clexane as kind of like. A, it's like a precaution. I yeah. feel like and it's a blood, it's a blood thinner as well. And like I, a lot of my pregnancies that I lost were like blood clotting issues and stuff like that. And Dr. Ong was like, you know what? Although you didn't do IVF, like let's if you just Google you on- Clexane and aspirin for um, recurrent miscarriage, that sort of like you can, you can, it would tell you about it. Wow. I, I tried to do a little bit of research and it, like I'm not a doctor and it's, I find it hard to like articulate medical um, jargon. So just Google it. I feel like people got confused because they're like, oh, it obviously was IVF because she's got the bruises on her belly. But no, it was natural. And then the IVF doctor was like, you know what, let's keep up with the IVF meds and do the Clexan as precaution because like, you know. And it's like also, it's like a good thing too that I was doing intralipids too every two weeks. And that's like a egg yolk situation where you go, I go into the IVF clinic and they put a drip in and they you know, put this shit in me. And I guess that helps to um, make my body not recognise that it's a pregnancy in there. It, like, keeps it busy doing other stuff. Because otherwise it attacks the baby yeah. or something. So, like, even though that's all to do with, like, the natural killer cells stuff and you can, again, research that yourself, but I was actually not a match to the DQ alpha match or any of the natural killer cells, but we decided just to, like, can't hurt but treat me for it anyway. And... 100%. Again, I don't think that that was the be-all and end-all in his pregnancy because I had been treated like the last pregnancies. I did the same thing, so it didn't obviously change those pregnancies, but it did just change this pregnancy. But if you Google that, if you've had recurrent miscarriages, look into that and speak to your doctor about it for sure. All right. What about skincare and makeup <laughs> during pregnancy? Dogs, people oh are asking. God. This is pretty funny. But, you know, like when we're, when we're in, when I was in Japan and I was talking about the, the skin, um, shaving the face. Oh, yes. And I was like, in for that. Yep, my skin's amazing. Well, I'm pretty sure ever since then I've just completely ruined my skin. I reckon that's why I've got so much congestion around my chin. But you're pregnant, so it's really hard to say that. I just reckon ever since I did that, it's been way worse. Like I cannot get rid of the blackheads and shit like that and I never really had. I wanted to get it. Do you reckon I don't? I I personally wouldn't do it again. It's so hard to say because you're pregnant. I did it myself the second time. And I was like, oh, my God, look at this fluff coming off my face. Oh, it'd be it was so addictive. It was, it was a very addictive. I'm like, not I'm like start. I want to just keep doing this. Anyway. You are glot. Like my skin has been really shit. It's all hormonal areas, chin, like all that. I've been trying like so many different skincare brands. I've, I've kind of stuck with Esme sort of. I have been using them for like four years. So I, I, I always love their hyaluronic 
um, serum. I've been using their like minty green smoothie, the anti-inflammatory stuff. Recently got into and randomly, I don't know how, but I got into Emma Lewisham. Mm. It's in like those purple jars, purple bottles. They have this skin reset serum stuff and I had one at home and I was like, oh, I'll give this a go. And I've been consistently using that. I think it's helped. Really, Your skin has I think cleared, it, I think yeah. It's helped. I don't know. I um, I've been got using my LED light again, so maybe that's been helping. But maybe it's just I'm like I've been waiting for the pregnancy glow this whole pregnancy, and you're I actually think it's, glowing. It's just coming. Like I'm just getting it. Yeah. So you can still have pimples and be glowing. Like you're definitely glowing. I'm I'm about to go in and get skin needling yes. non without the numbing. So that'll be interesting. But I because I was talking to because I go to Skin Forum. If you're on the Goldie, I go to Skin Forum. Um, in Burley, I'm obsessed with the girls there. They're so good. I've gone for years and I get my like, they do like the hardcore facials, like the peels and skin needling. I've never had Botox, but I've had my lips done before. So and I get it done from there. So I like, they're fucking epic. And I messaged them the other day. I'm like, please help. Like I need a layer shedded off my face. What can I do? What is like the most extreme thing that I can do while being pregnant? And they're like, well, not much. Needling. They're like, you can do needling, but you can't have numbing. And I was like, Let's go take a few Panadols and yeah, no, you'll be right. <laughs> get it done. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I remember when I was pregnant, I got that PRP facial. You know the vampire oh, facial. Yes, I can't do that. It's fucked Not, up. They oh, take blood from yeah. you, then they spin it, then they put the plasma shit back in. They inject it in. Behavior. I wasn't allowed numbing. That's bizarre behavior. It was pretty bizarre behavior. Because but I was like, you know what? I'm about to do childbirth, so I've got this. I was dying. I had PRP. By the way, if anyone wants that, that's amazing. I had PRP yeah. before it's I fell pregnant. Though. I just happened to fall in the mud. Fucking weird treatment. It's so weird. It was so painful with numbing. I don't know how you did that Bro, without numbing. Nah. I was in pain. I was like, this is kind of hectic. Yeah, no, I would never do that. But and then I, the whole time I'm just imagining the, ba- the baby coming out of my vag and I was like, nothing. Like, if I look, this is a fucking skin treatment at the end of the day. I'll, I'll get through it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, but no, uh, it is gnarly. The results were phenomenal. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to do it again. Oh, PRP. So Fucking oath, I'm doing that. Oh, well, that leads me next to my next question. Are you nervous to give birth? No. I am, I don't know, maybe I'm a freak, but I'm so excited. You've I never been nervous, I literally cannot wait. Bring it on. Like, I am so... Oh, that's so cool. I am so excited to experience labour. I can't even... I'm, uh, I don't know, I can't envision the pain, but I'm just like just having that experience in the birthing suite. And that's just like one of the things that I um, visualized in like my meditations and my manifestations and all that sort of stuff. Like I I already know what it's going to be. Like I know this sounds so crazy because probably isn't going to be like this, but like I can replay the whole thing already. Wow. And just like those moments and just there's not a not an ounce of me that's scared at all. I'm like, let's go. Fuck, that's cool. And as time goes on, we're going to go into like your, what are you going to do hypnobirthing-wise or, you know, who you want to have in the room and all that stuff. But for now, like, yeah, obviously fish in the room and you and you're just going to, it's going to be so cute. Paul's, him and you in the bath together, fuck off. Paul's um, agent, when I was just with him in America, Cody, he's, he's a rare unit. Oh, yeah. He's the best, but he's been designated the job of making my push playlist, which I don't know whether that was a good thing or a bad thing because he's such, he's such an eccentric human being. But, like, he's like, how long are we talking? Like, 24 hours? <laughs> I'm like, 
you're going to have to stay. It's going to have to be a euphoric playlist. Like I want to be you're in labor going, what the fuck, Cody? Like I like you need to pick all the songs yes. in the right moments. We're right going to go order. on a journey. And then every now and then you're going to chuck in like a real, like a Some, pushing one. And like, so it's either going to go either way. It's going to go real fast south real quick. And I'm going to have to have a backup playlist of my own. Or just fast forward to the end But of I also feel like it might take my mind off it as well because yeah. Paul and I will be able to have some laughs going, that's a great song for this yes. moment. Or where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> and why are you making me listen to this during this moment? I wonder if it's so losing it on at the I end. I think or... that that's kind of like a funny like thing that maybe you can ask a funny, fr- like a friend to do. Like, I don't know, maybe, no, maybe I'm actually weird by doing that, but. He wanted a job, so I gave him a My job. midwife said there was a chick that had given birth that had like a screamo music on oh, while she yeah, was giving that's birth. Itch. And I had like all these calming, oh, like no, chunky tunes. I was tunes. listening to your playlist the other day. Came yeah, back. it was a good one. Just chill. But I feel like Cody's going to nail the breeze. Na- <laughs> he's going to be really funny. Absolutely. Na- I'll share it as well. Yeah. We'll share it once it's done. But he's going to nail this brief because he just is really good at picking music. So I'm so. I'm actually excited to go into labor so I can experience the playlist. So yes, we'll yes. come back to it, what he's, got, what he's come up with. But yeah, I love hilarious. a good birth story too. <laughs> I can't wait just to... But I'm sure you guys are like, see. there's so many more questions. There's so much more we're going to talk about. I, and, I, and I really don't want to, this year, I know you guys want all the information, but I also don't want to be not sympathetic to the people who are trying to conceive. So this whole podcast this year is not going to be all about pregnancy. We're going to keep it like fresh with other stuff as well. So we will stack up your questions. If you have questions, make sure you email us, send us messages on Instagram and we'll bank them up. And then when we have some breaks throughout the year, we will just do these filler apps with these question, like these bonus questions episodes. So we don't have to not bore you, but we don't have to constantly just live and breathe pregnancy because I don't I don't want to yeah we will keep at it keep drip feeding you but no we do have a massive roster of crazy big things happening this year so stay tuned everyone see you later